Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You're listening to 100 Words or Less with Ray Harkins. What is up, everybody? Hopefully your Christmas went very well. Mine was great. Hopefully you got, you know, the presents you wanted or just the time to rest and relax, watch some, you know, Christmas films. My personal favorite of all time is Home Alone. That's just, if a year goes by where I do not watch Home Alone, like I'm doing something wrong. But, um... You guys love the year and episode that I do with my good friends, Joey and Jeremy. And there were so many records that I personally couldn't fit into that episode. I mean, when I say fit into it, like we did a two hour episode and, you know, I I clearly have enough time to be able to pontificate over records that we all enjoyed. But I wanted, I was planning on taking this week off and then I was like, you know what? There are records that I want to highlight and make sure that people are listening to in some capacity. So here is what I would say, like your, you know, holiday leftovers slash honorable mentions list. These are records in no, you know, like numerical order in regards to this isn't like my 11 to 21 list or whatever. These are just records that uh, spent a lot of time in my head thinking about ordering vinyl of and just, you know, spending a lot of time with. And uh, I'll kind of hopefully give you a little context for each of these bands and, you know, kind of let you know what they sound like. But I will create a link 
in the show notes where you can easily access a playlist of all of these bands and uh yeah just some other stuff that i personally enjoyed in 2023 including some of my records that uh were on the list that i already put out to last week so but i i just i had to do it i had to do it because i wanted to give a shout out to these bands and uh you know there's some honorable mentions as far as eps are concerned but let's talk about the full length records first and foremost so i'm going to start off with something heavy from Texas, this incredible band called Judiciary. They released a record called Flesh and Blood that came out on Closed Casket Activities. I had the uh, honor of having Jake, the vocalist, on my show, I don't know, a year and a half or so ago. And I already liked Judiciary, but this record smokes. It's so good. And I got a chance to see them at the New England Metal and Hardcore Festival this year. And just awesome. Like, really tried and true. Like, it, in my mind, it makes sense alongside, you know, your ringworms and your integrities and all of the, you know, classic sort of Midwest hardcore, as it were, very metal influenced. But I, I think what Judiciary does is really special. And it's definitely not just like a cut, copy, and paste of what has existed in the past. I'm excited because this year they're going to be spending a little bit more time on the road, which will, in my opinion, only make them, uh, you know, a more formidable force and the creative juice is flowing and all that sort of stuff. So Judiciary Flesh and Blood is a record that you absolutely have to check out. And uh, I was going to say number two in the list, but that's not how this thing goes. Or actually, yeah, I guess number two, but not in numerical form, but you, you get what I'm saying. Anyways. On the complete opposite side of the spectrum, a band called Beach Fossils and their record that they put out called Bunny. I honestly hadn't really cared about what Beach Fossils had done in the past. They definitely came in the, I want to say, late aughts as far as uh, just starting to put out records. And I, just, I don't know. I was just like, I, their stuff would occasionally come on. I was like, that's eh, cool. It's fine. Like nothing that would really, you know, pique my interest, so to speak. But uh, this record just really captured my attention, and I loved it. It's, you know, definitely whatever, dream pop, shoegaze, like not loud in any capacity, just a very chill listening experience. And I found myself listening to this record over and over, and it was a perfect work soundtrack for me because even though it is their lyrics and, you know, it definitely forces you to pay attention and not in a bad way, Um it's one of those records where I could just listen to it three or four times in a row as I'm cranking away in my emails throughout the day. And I was like, wow, like I, I've listened to the record a lot today. And so, uh, yeah, you, if you like any of that style of music, you absolutely should check them out. And if you just like me wrote them off and just was like, yeah, I never checked them out. This is a good record for you to dive into. I can't say that I've dove back into their catalog as far as like finding, how they have progressed over the years. But I, generically speaking, I think they have always kind of contained this. They've just been able to, I guess, refine it and be able to dial it in to where this record just, uh, you know, really captured a lot of people's attention. And I know that they're absolutely crushing it out in the road, which is cool. I think they, if I'm not mistaken, they opened for Post Malone, which is absolutely hilarious because uh, this is kind of the exact opposite. Like this isn't something that you would um, put on to, you know, get ready for the, the club or whatever the kids say. But um, yeah, the Speech Fossils record is really good. So you should check it out. This Next record, a special shout out to, obviously, friend of the show, Jeremy Bohm, and his podcast called The First Ever Podcast. I listen to it on a regular basis because that's what friends do. Um, and uh, yeah, he had this artist on and honestly, never even heard of him. So the artist is Petey. 
The record is called USA. And uh, shout out to my bird, Petey, uh, who has existed for maybe 20 plus years on the planet. It's a cocktail, lives with my mom, and uh, his name's Petey. And it's hilarious because this bird will probably outlive the nuclear apocalypse because, uh, yeah, he's just, he's old as hell and it's awesome. But anyways, I digress. Petey is, uh, apparently he's a well-known comedian as far as the internets are concerned, whether it's the TikToks or what have you. Um, I know I sound like 190 years old anytime I, I talk about that in those words, but Petey, I was, I, I heard the interview that he did on Jeremy's podcast and was like, wow, like this dude not only is he funny and affable, but totally cool, chill, like just seemed like a good hang. And so I checked out the record and I was like, well, this is so good. Like this truthfully, in my mind, definitely exists in the whole sort of like polyvinyl world um, where, you know, it's it's indie rock, but it's super catchy and uh, they could absolutely go on tour with the band like always and uh, yeah, I just really, really was enamored by this. And um, yeah, I don't know much about him beyond the interview that I listened to on the podcast and uh, definitely has a history within the context of independent music. So uh, it was great. Check out the PD record called USA. This record, I briefly mentioned it in the best of 2023, just a special shout out, but uh, I loved, I spent a lot of time listening to this record because frankly, I don't think it had any business being as good as it did, and I don't mean that in a pejorative way. The Jerome's Dream, the gray in between. I love this record. Like, Jerome's Dream was good to me. They were always a solid, sort of like screamo, angular indie rock band, and uh, got to witness them a few times when they previously existed, and they were touring and became friends with them, stayed at my house on more than one occasion, and I always, I always liked the band. But this record blew my socks off. And it was, I know like Screamo, typically speaking, isn't like catchy per se, but this record had so many moments that just like really had me either humming along to or being like, oh wow, like I remember this song. Is it, it isn't just like this, you know, 20 minute mess of a record because I mean, really that's like why we listen to Screamo broadly speaking, where it's just like, oh man, like this is so cool emotions are spilled on the floor, so to speak. But this felt really, really good, structured, and yeah, just adults playing this type of music. And I say adults because, you know, they're in their 30s slash 40s. And uh, yeah, it was really, really good and surprising records. Came out on one of my favorite labels, Iodine Recordings. And I just love the fact that the Jerome's Dream record was so freaking good. So check out that. Next record I want to talk about is a band that I have followed along. I think I got keyed into them probably about four or five years ago, and the band is called Svalbard. Uh, I had the vocalist whose name is escaping me right now, and I feel bad about that, but um, I had the vocalist Serena, maybe? No, I'm, I'm totally butchering who I had on the podcast, but regardless, the name of the Svalbard record is The Weight of the Mask. Uh, they signed to Nuclear Blast. I want to say their last record came out on Nuclear Blast as well. This record, I mean, talk about throwing everything at you in regards to melody, metal, like just everything is contained within. They got, you know, beautiful parts that make you contemplate your life. They have parts that make you want to headbang. They have parts that make you want to circle pit. I, uh, like I said, I love this band. They put out, if I'm not mistaken, they put out some of their earlier material on Church Road Records. And uh, that's where I got keyed into them. 
And it's one of those bands where when you get exposed to them and you listen to a song of theirs, you're just like, I need to know more. Like, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta find out everything about this band. And that's how I felt about them. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, they are from Germany, but I could be completely off base or Sweden in the general vicinity of Europe, as it were. I know that uh, my child is a absolute expert in regards to the maps of Europe. And so he is going to get mad at me that I don't know exactly if they're Western Europe, Eastern Europe. Anyways, I digress. But <laughs> the Spalbard record, if you like anything heavy and melodic, you absolutely should check this record out. And uh, I did see a lot of people speaking about this record. And it kind of bummed me out because I think that they got a lot of heat and critical acclaim. I would say, you know, sort of early ages of the pandemic. And then, um, yeah, just now that they've been touring and getting out there, I want to see more people talking about it. So wanted to throw some highlight at the Svalbard record, The Weight of the Mask. Next record I want to talk about is a band that I got keyed into this year, was never aware of them before. The band is called Ruby Haunt, and the record is called Between Heavens. And this is a band that has apparently existed since 2015, which unbeknownst to me, and based in Los Angeles, which is only an hour north of me, hadn't seen their name on flyers, just like completely missed me. But that is why I obviously love streaming services and friends' recommendations and everything that will point you in the right direction of eventually checking something out. And so this Ruby Haunt band, I'm almost positive, got delivered to me on some, you know, algorithmic playlist. And I listened to it and I was like, wow, this is cool. This reminds me very much of, this could be a deep cut for some of you, but some of you are going to like cry when I mention this because, you know, this record is so seminal to me personally. Uh, a band like Kent, Isola is the record and they also released a bunch of other records after that. But, you know, that and Hagnasta Hill are like records in the early 2000s as far as like, you know, whatever, like dream pop, emo pop, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, but just like absolutely gorgeous, beautiful record. That's what this record reminds me of. It's very sort of lo-fi and chill, uh, you know, puts you in a mood, not too dissimilar to the Beach Fossils record that I mentioned a little bit earlier. It just does a really good job of creating a mood. Uh, I noticed that they really don't play that many shows. Like I think they went on tour uh, over the UK for about a week. And then, you know, they did a show here and there in the States over the past, you know, year or so. But it seems like a, you know, just a very methodical band in regards to, we like to put our records, we play some shows occasionally, but, you know, we're not trying to do it as far as like, you know, 150, 200 days out of the year tour. But uh, yeah, the record or the band is called Ruby Haunt and the record is called Between Heavens. And I listened to their whole catalog. It's all really good. But this record came out this year, so I had to highlight it. Let's talk uh, briefly, because we talked at length in regards to the Best of 2023 episode. The two national LPs have to recognize both of them as being very, very good. But the fact that we got two national records in one year, I like, I mean, that was a lot. I just remember when they dropped that knowledge that it was uh, coming out. Wait, two records in one year? Uh, and the records are called The First Two Pages of Frankenstein and Laugh Track. Like Jeremy, and I'm fairly certain Joey agreed with, the Laugh Track record is a little bit stronger than the first two pages of Frankenstein, but both of them are really, really good. They just didn't uh, capture me in the ways that previous national LPs did, and um, yeah, it you know made me a little bit sad because I felt weird not putting them on my top 10, but 
you got to do what you got to do. You know, these records just didn't grab me in the same way, but both of them are still really, really, really good LPs. I mean, a quote unquote bad national LP is still better than like 97% of the material that gets released in a given year. So have to give credit where credit is due because the Nationals continues to be an amazing band. So way to go, guys. <laughs> the next record is from Down Under in Australia. And I had been aware of the band's name, but really dove into them hard this year. The band is called Luca Brasi, and the record is called The World Don't Owe You Anything. That title track is so good. It reminds me of the kind of, I don't know, early, mid-2000s. Like, if they moved to Gainesville and toured with, like, Hot Water Music and, you know, Small Brown Bike and put out records on No Idea— they absolutely not only would fit in with that crowd, but they would be very, very successful. And I think the fact that they're from Australia, obviously it's difficult to tour in the United States from Australia. And uh, they've been a band, I, I think they've been a band for like 20-ish years because they put out a lot of records. And I, I don't know who this one came out on. I want to say Cooking Vinyl because I think Cooking Vinyl has, you know, their tentacles in like every aspect of the Australian music business. But um I freaking love this band. Like I said, if you like, you know, anthemic punk, if you like, you know, Menzingers, Joyce Manor, that sort of stuff, that's exactly what Luca Brasi exists in. And this record just, I loved it so much. It really brought me back to that nostalgic time, but then they're doing their own thing as well. Um, so yes, please pay attention to Luca Brasi's record, The World Don't Owe You Anything. Special shout out also to the Code 7 record which I said I wasn't able to spend enough time with because literally as I was putting my list together, I got the LP just to come out and it is so damn good. Code 7, I mean, they're a band that is really difficult to compare to others because they've gone through such a transition and change over time of being just, you know, hardcore kids playing melodic music that, you know, had elements of, you know, failure, space rock or whatever. And now they're just this like this beautiful, dreamy, sort of heavy band, but like still obviously has all those elements of, you know, failure and hum and all that sort of stuff. But this Code 7 record is so good. It's called Go Let It In. And, uh, you know, unlike Joey, uh, I was not able to spend as much time with it. Uh, he put it in his top 10 of 2023. And uh, this record, you know, just makes my honorable mentions, which is still... <laughs> really freaking good because, um, yeah, I just think that hopefully people will pay attention to this record over the next like four to six months and people will be like, oh yeah, damn, that record came out, you know, in December because trust me, a lot of people forget about most things in December because it's, it's a blur. This last record that I wanted to commemorate on my honorable mentions list is a beautiful hardcore record. The band is called Magnitude. The record is called Of Days Renewed, came out on Triple B Records. And also, I forgot to shout out Equal Vision Records that put out the Code 7 record. Uh, so much love to Equal Vision because they give bands like Code 7 the ability to release new records. And that's awesome because they don't need to do that, really. They don't need to be able to invest money in a band that, you know, is not really going to tour that much, you know, will maybe sell some records to nerds like me and some of my friends. But um, yeah, shout out to Equal Vision. Anyways, Magnitude on Triple B. The record is called Of Days Renewed. I, I mean, talk about a classic like new age records, you know, conversion records, indecision records, Southern California's greatest labels, uh, revelation records. I can't, can't forget them, but, uh, this 
they, I saw them, yeah, they opened up the California Takeover shows when they did them. I was er, like early 2020 before the pandemic. It was like one of my second to last shows before the world shut down. Magnitude opened that show. Uh, I can't recall if I saw them before that, but just, just an awesome band. Like, you know, straight edge and proud from North Carolina just just doing the damn thing. And uh, it's really cool because I, I just love when people, obviously of different generations than what I came up in, look back with reverence, but then also are doing their own thing. Um, but yeah, if they if Magnitude existed in the mid-90s, they absolutely would have been fully embraced. And uh, they're being fully embraced now. And it's great. And I just love this band. And I love what they do. Like, even the artwork is very, you know, reminiscent of what would have come out in the mid-90s. Lyrically spot on. Just everything that a band uh, should be, as far as I'm concerned, when you're playing Straight Edge Hardcore. They they got the assignment and they know what they're doing. So, those are my records. Like I said, I will include a playlist link in the show notes and you will be able to check all these out but let's give some special shout outs to eps that i think should spend some time on your digital platforms or ordering them online whatever you do to consume music i don't care as long as you're consuming music so here's some ep shout outs this band is a lot of people are are getting keyed into them now and i am so happy about it because i think anybody that listens to them falls in love with them and is like, I need to know more about them. This band is called Phantom Bay. The EP is called Underground. They put out an EP last year in 2022, uh, totally blanking on the name of it, but this band is so good. They're from uh, Germany, I want to say, uh, or they could be from the Belgium area. I, again, I'm horrible with geography in regards to you know where bands are from, but they're from Europe. <laughs> I do know that. Uh, they actually just did a East Coast tour for about two weeks, I want to say in November or something like that. But this band is everything that's like, you know, Revolution Summer, DC-inspired hardcore, but then they have their own sort of metallic twist to it. I, It's catchy. It's so flipping good. I cannot wait to see this band. Hopefully, there's, there's, there's rumblings of them potentially coming over to the West Coast at some point. I've started to punish them on Instagram because, like, that's just what I do when I like a band. I start DMing them. I'm just like, oh my gosh, can I, like, order your shirts for a not ridiculous amount of money from a shipping perspective. But anyways, I digress. The EP is called Underground. The band is called Phantom Bay. Please listen to them. It's so good. Trust me. Speaking of another band that is obviously so good, and from, I know where they're from, they're from Ghent, Belgium. This band is called Fever Child. And the EP, I mean, it's sort of like a mini LP because I think it's like seven songs or so. It's called Altering a Memory. This came out on one of my favorite labels doing it right now, Sunday Drive Records. To say they have ripped off a page from, you know, Caulfield Records, Midwest Emo, you know, your minerals, your you know, elements of game face, like they get the assignment. They're all hardcore kids that are probably around my age, you know, maybe like mid to late 30s, maybe a little bit younger than me. But they are so good. Like even the record cover, like it's hand painted. Like you just look at it and you immediately understand what the band sounds like. And I love that when they are, are telegraphing it and they're showing, 
you know, that they have done their homework and they are making sure that uh, you recognize where they're coming from. But again, they're putting their own twist on it. I love this EP so much. Ordered it on vinyl. It just, it's, it's, I, I, I am a fan. I am going to hopefully see them when they potentially maybe come over in 2024 to the United States. I just love the band so much. So if you are a fan of the Midwest emo or anything that's happening in the, you know, mid mid to late 90s, you absolutely need to listen to Fever Child. This next band is called Mortal Form, and this is just their demo. I got clued into this via a zine that I bought in DC at an amazing, one of my favorite record stores in the entire country called Joint Custody. I love that record store. Uh, went to it multiple times when I was hanging out there uh, for a couple of weeks with my family. And there was a Cleveland hardcore fanzine. And I wish I had it in front of me right now. I sent it to a friend of the show. And um, I just, I, I devoured the zine. Like I love zines and I love it when I'm able to like read. It was very classic where they had, you know, record reviews and they highlighted some demos that people should check out. And that is where this band got keyed into me. And I listened to it on Bandcamp, threw it on my Spotify list. And then I started to listen to it. I was just like, dude, this is unbelievable hardcore. Like, this definitely fits in with the whole like locking out vibe as far as like, you know, you can't find a ton of information out about the band. I, I'm pretty sure they're from the United States. I, again, I probably should have done a little more research heading into this, but the band is called Mortal Form. And uh, yeah, it's just a demo, demo 2023. Actually, you know what? They may be from the UK. I could be remembering that shaking around my brain in some capacity, but check that out. Just well, well done hardcore, like a little metallic, but just straight down the middle and awesome. Love it. This band is on the opposite end of the spectrum. The band is called Pure Bathing Culture. The EP is called Roxy's Dream Part One, which leads me to believe we'll get a part two at some point. But the reason I wanted to highlight this is, uh, you know, similar to the Beach Fossils and Ruby Haunt stuff, where it's just a, a beautiful EP you know, like could absolutely go on tour with Death, Death Cab for Cutie in the 2000s and like been completely at home. Funny story about this band. I got clued into them. This just completely shows the time and the place because they've existed. I mean, I want to say they came up in like 2015, 2016, I don't know, around there. But uh, they were playing a song of theirs. When I say they, Urban Outfitters. <laughs> in, uh, Urban Outfitters, I want to say in San Francisco somewhere. And I, I pulled out my phone to Shazam it because the song was so good. I was like, dude, what the hell is this? This is amazing. And uh, that's how I found Pure Bathing Culture. And then started to follow them and pay attention to every time they release new music. This EP is spot on. It's you know very similar to everything that they have done. And I celebrate their entire catalog. So listen to Pure Bathing Culture if you like any of that, you know, sort of, again, dream pop, Beach Fossils, Ruby Haunt. If you heard me describe those bands earlier, you absolutely should check this EP out. And the last thing I want to shout out from an EP perspective, this band. I know no one listens to them. And when I say no one, it's like, you know, they were like 270 some odd monthly listeners on Spotify, which is not a appropriate reflection of how popular a band is or isn't. But this band needs to be listened to if you are a fan of anything angular and heavy. The band is called Remote Viewing, and their EP is called Modern Addictions. And like I said, they're from the UK. 
I want to say that uh, my friend Riley from the band Thrice, he loves all of this stuff, and him and I share things back and forth, but then we also, I just lurk his social media, because that's obviously what all of us do as friends, and I want to say that he recommended this at some point, I listened to it, fell in love with it, and followed along with the EP ever since. Um, yeah, this absolutely would have made sense being released on Hydrahead at some point. You know, Nero Records should have absolutely put this out. I love this band. Like, you know, has elements of Kiss It Goodbye, has the heaviness of everything that, you know, a record that just missed my honorable mentions, X Everything, Angular, Heavy, awesome. Like, there's no reason that if anything that I'm saying right there doesn't interest you, then don't listen to it. But if it does, you absolutely should check out the remote viewing EP called Modern Addictions. Two special shout outs. I think these two record labels are absolutely crushing it right now. One I mentioned previously called Sunday Drive Records based out of San Antonio, Texas. My friend Jonathan, and I say my friend because I have punished him into being my friend because I just constantly throw love his direction in regards to all the stuff he puts out. But consistently, like everything he puts through his filter and releases I love like I listen to I listen to everything he does and I'm like this is great like sure show me a power pop band from Florida called Glazed Eyes sure no problem show me a hardcore band you know from Texas all right I'm listening so uh yeah I just am, am a super fan of what it is that he does and so you need to pay attention to Sunday Drive Records also huge shout out to Convulse Records Convulse Records from the Denver area if I'm not mistaken releases a lot of amazing, heavy, dark, brooding stuff. If you like anything hardcore related, you absolutely need to pay attention to Convulse Records because, uh, yeah, they just they released a record from a band called Spine that just completely blew my my brain off this year. Uh, you know, Infest-inspired, straight-edge hardcore, just oh, so flipping good, not to mention so much other stuff. The Gel EP, it's, yeah, they're an amazing label. And shout out to both of them because I love when you have a very specific vision and you execute against that vision of what a label should be. And uh, you can just see it up and down the board where it's just like, okay, cool. Like even though, you know, a label like Sunday Drive releases a lot of different styles of stuff, it still is filtered through that vision. And same thing as Convulse, where even though they're on the heavier side of the spectrum, they are, it's all put through that idea and that lens of what, you know, a heavy slash, you know, aggressive music label should look like in 2023. So shout out to both those labels and shout out to you. Thank you for supporting the show as you always have. Um, you can email the show 100 words podcast at gmail.com, but just had to drop this episode to highlight these other records that you should pay attention to. So have a great new year's and we'll be back with new episodes as we always are in the new year. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Trust me in saying that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all of the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.